When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, whew, spring cleaning. Did not, li- did not like that sweep. No. Did not like that one bit. Sweeping should happen when you are in control of the sweep, but if you are getting swept up, it means you're some kind of nuisance. And the Rangers swept up on those Rockies. Yeah, no, seriously, that was, uh, it was tough to watch. It was. It was a. It was a turkey in Texas. It was. Oh, Hence there it is. The there we go. That's a town in Texas, under 500 population. And where is Turkey, Texas? I that, need to look this up now. It's about four and a half hours west northwest of Arlington. So they would probably presumably root for the Rangers. Shout out to everybody. Uh, shout out to all the Turkians that are out there. That was actually the uh, first city Phillips 66 was in. The first ever Phillips 66 gas station, huh. Turkey, Texas. Needed something short that fit that would kind of describe uh, this rough weekend where the Rockies pitchers gave up 31 runs to the Rangers in three games. Rockies offense only scored 10 runs. First time the Rockies have ever lost three games in Texas. First ever three game sweep in Arlington. And you know what? They say everything's bigger than Texas. Those were some big, big losses. Hefty numbers there. You know what they say about Texas? They pay a lot of money for middle infielders. They do pay a lot of, the, yeah, the the billion dollar, uh, you know, roster we have there. Those two guys were fantastic. Marcus Simeon and Corey mm-hmm. Seager were great. We'll break down all of the games, but the top story of the weekend is what you had talked about a little bit with Spence on Friday. We're now in the aftermath of it, kind of a letdown. But John Gray versus Kyle Freeland on Saturday afternoon, a matchup of two Rockies starting pitchers who had started. 150 games or more with the Rockies. It had never happened before. Never. And now it's happened. And, and it did not go the Rockies' way. It did not. It did not, unfortunately. Twice we had uh, two starting pitchers who had made 100 starts for the Rockies. And they were actually both in 2005, oddly enough. Really? Jamie Wright versus Pedro Stasio. That was the most recent on August 28th. Mm-hmm. Stasio was with the Padres at the time. And you also had Jason Jennings against Atlanta's John Thompson on May 10th. And so now... The pinnacle, the number fifth most starts, Kyle Freeland. Mm -hmm. And then the seventh most starts, John Gray. Head to head. Head to head. And it it didn't go the the Rockies way. John Gray loaded the bases to start the first inning. And you thought, okay, this is going to be a a happy day for the Rockies. (laughs) And uh, Rockies couldn't get anything going. Couldn't get a ground ball, say, to the right side or left side. You hit into a double play. You don't get an Mm -hmm. RBI, but a run scores. They, no. they couldn't do anything there. Gray did eventually give up a, a run. It was only five innings, his shortest outing in like a month. But after that, I mean, Gray was solid. Offense went quiet. And then Kyle Freeland, you know, struggled a little bit. It was, it was kind of similar to the start in Pittsburgh where the defense could have been a little bit crisper. He was supposed to cover first base in one spot. Didn't. That would have been out. That would have been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Ryan McMahon made uh, what probably would have been an inning-ending double play. You can't necessarily assume that, but uh, two earned runs. So Kyle Freeland has given up four unearned runs between the start in Texas on Saturday and the start in Pittsburgh. So hmm. just a little, little unfortunate for him. 
Well, especially yeah. because, I mean, that is that is a guy that we need to be good because yeah. we don't have a lot else going on Yeah. <laughs> in terms of starting pitching. Rockies right now are right at the front end of 17 games in 17 days. So they need a lot from their pitchers. You saw Connor Siebel today throw 90 pitches. That's his most uh, the season, I believe. So he he had to stay out there despite giving up those five runs. I was going to say 90 pitches, though, and not even four innings. Yeah. Not pretty. Was yeah. not pretty. Yeah, that was uh, that was rough. What's interesting is if Freeland had won that game, that would have been his 54th career win, and he actually would have passed Pedro Stasio and John Gray for seventh most in franchise history. Oh my gosh! Alas, that, that it didn't happen. So no. they're all still tied. They're all still tied. John Gray becomes one of only 28 players all time mm -hmm. to face all 30 teams. He obviously needed the Rockies to complete his set. Oh, Naturally. that's really cool. That's pretty neat, okay, right? Okay, I like this a lot. Yeah. Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, Zach Greinke, and Max Scherzer, they've actually beaten every team as amongst active players, which is really neat. And only 21 players have ever even done that, meaning you've, you've beaten all 30 teams, which is going to be a little bit more rare because, I mean, think about it. It wasn't until 1998 that we had the Diamondbacks, and the Tampa Bay Rays. Jamie Moore is the only former Rocky mm -hmm. to ever participate, uh, be one of those 21 guys to beat all 30 teams. He did it, ironically, in 2008 with the Phillies, and he beat the Rockies to join that club. Irony. That's pretty neat. Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Gray faced uh, three former teammates. And that's it. Only three former teammates. Think about that. Going all the way back to 2021, what, like 16 months ago? He's only three like, guys. Who are these guys? I used to work here. <laughs> I don't know any of these dudes. I feel like Buddy said something like that about like, yeah, I mean, th this is a different team. So you know what? Mm -hmm. It is different. You're not really facing all your old friends. Charlie had the leadoff double in the first, which was cool. Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of had a little moment where they looked. Elias Diaz, they were there together for two years. And of course, Ryan McMahon. So that, I mean, that was kind of it. So it was this game that rightfully so deserves some hype. And we're, we're still talking about it after. But uh, it was just unfortunate that Freeland wasn't able to stick around a lot longer. Two innings, that's it. Yeah, that's that's way too quick. Yeah. The uh, we had someone, someone someone from DNVR Rockies okay. uh, decided to uh, post on Twitter, can you remind us what the Rockies got for John Gray? And uh, a lot of a lot of interesting comments. I don't know if we're able to get some of those up, but but Payne. Was probably the the top Pain response. Is the number one thing that I think of when I think about what we got out of that. We uh, Ralphie boy uh, Colson said uh, we got nothing but air. Okay, uh, Caleb said there was a ten dollar Chipotle gift card involved. I don't. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to get through the most recent CBA, and I, I did not uh, read anything about gift cards. Which a firm handshake. <laughs> Again, I a pat on the back. Best wishes to you. Maybe, maybe. Skylar Strobel said a realization that you still have to offer competitive money, even with the hometown discount. Kind of true. I mean, yeah. I think there's uh, there's a lot of truth in that. Um, I don't know if the hometown discount really um, does you any good when your team isn't keeping talent around you and yeah. not performing. And of course, Colby. I think that's probably the opposite of a hometown. Yeah, Colby Tree also saying sadness. Yeah, yeah we... We just kind of got sadness, depression. Uh, Todd Shank said condos. I mean, I don't, maybe condos? not, maybe not exactly condos at McGregor Square, but maybe tangentially. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, I see what, okay, okay. I mean, the Rockies did go out and immediately, you know, spend close to 200 million on Chris Bryant. So 
not exactly, but I get it. I I see. Maybe there could be a weird <laughs> weird connective tissues like Charlie Day and the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia coming up with <laughs> the conspiracies. All, it's all a conspiracy to yes. make us specifically really unhappy. I think so. And it's it's always sunny at 20th and Blake. Great, just new like shirt the T-shirt says over at dnvrlocker.com, where diehards can get 15 percent off their food and drink. Is this an ad? Nope. Now, uh, Sunday was Seabold against Andrew Haney. Light lineup today, it seemed like. Yeah. Very uneventful. Uneventful. Other than, other than the history that we saw. Alan Trejo throwing the bottom of the eighth, I believe. I went through the old mental Rolodex. He is now the first Rockies position player to pitch twice now. Everyone else has just been a one-off thing. Because Rockies traditionally just really haven't done that. They've just... Sucked it up and oh yeah, buddy hates when that happens because it means something's gone horribly wrong. Yeah, yeah. Last year it was. Let's see if we could do the mental Rolodex. Uh, Brian Serbin through yeah. an inning, mm-hmm. and there was someone else too. There was. I don't remember. Grichik. Oh right, Grichik was of the course, first because he's so eager to. Grichik, Serbin, and this year it's been Trejo and Castro. Yeah, Castro. And now Trejo again, all-time leader, position players pitching for the Rock Colorado Rockies. Alan Trejo. Wow. Not the history we thought we were going to get with Gray Freeland. Again, can't stop talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Trejo deserves more, more discussion for his pitching. For his pitching. I'm a little frustrated with him at the plate right now. Yeah, he's been struggling a he's little been bit. He's struggling. Rocky's got a little rally going where they did end up scoring two runs there in the eighth. Again, just get some momentum, right? Get, get some momentum so you can have more than just 10 runs scored. Uh, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. There was a transaction, too, before the game that I was a little surprised with, not from the aspect of the Rockies <laughs> shuffling things up. because um, I was going to say, there's been a couple of transactions today. Oh, maybe I missed a couple. But we have the article on the DNVR.com mm-hmm. about, you know, Buddy even saying it. He said it again this morning uh, during the, uh, the pregame, uh, talking with Jerry Schemmel of KOA Radio that, hey, expect a lot more of these guys. And there's 40 guys on the 40-man roster, right? And you say, well, this is the palette from which I can work. However, there are guys that if you put them on the 40-man and you designate them for assignment, no one else might pick those guys up. I mean, Ty Block, you know, nice, nice piece to have. Uh, I think we'll see him up again. None of the other teams wanted him. So now you're, you're able to kind of keep him around. He's still with the organization, but somebody took his spot. Someone took Daz's spot, and he's still around. Mm-hmm. Now, Fernando Abad, uh, after throwing in back-to-back games, he gave up three runs on Saturday. He got designated for assignment. We'll see if somebody claims him. He might be able to stick around, so you still have him. Uh, and comes up for the first time making a big league appearance in four years, Matt Caracidi. Matt Caracidi um, wow. is the... Okay, so... I first met Matt Caraciti at the Yard Goats Hot Stove Luncheon in 2016. So he was the first member of the Rockies organization I had ever interviewed. Wow. Um, and I haven't seen him since. And the big deal was that he was like the bell of the ball of this thing because he was the hometown kid who was supposed to be playing for the Yard Goats their first season in the brand new stadium. He's from like five minutes away from Hartford. He's a connector, he's, right? He, I mean, is that what you, if you're from Connecticut, no, you're a connector? it's not Meggers. Connecticutter. no. But anyway, <laughs> what are you if you're from Connecticut? I said a nutmegger. I just said it. That's not the demonym. Yes, it, it is. You can't. It's nothing with Connecticut. You could also be a nutmegger, but you're not a Connecticuter, Connecticutian, Connecticuty. Got it. Continue. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So I don't even know where I was in the story anymore. Oh, yeah. So he was, you know, hometown kid supposed yeah. to be playing at that stadium, brand new. Uh, but then the stadium wasn't ready in time. So he never got to play in it. He wasn't around in 2017? No. Oh, he was wow. already in Japan, I think, in 2017. Yeah. 2019, he, he had a, you know, a cup of coffee with the Mariners, and that was it. Came back and, uh, you know, doing well. It's hard to know how well a guy is doing if you're a pitcher in Albuquerque in the Pacific Coast League. Yeah, hard uh, to gauge it. Yeah, he, he looked he looked good in, in spring training from what we saw. So that's nice for him to come back. He uh, did get an opportunity to pitch today, uh, you know, eat up mm -hmm. a couple outs. Uh, we'll see if something happens with him, too, where he could get designated for assignment to make room for somebody else to come on. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's strange. The Rockies haven't really operated like this. It is something that teams do. But, but the Rockies don't usually do all of this. Right. The Rockies typically don't have this many injuries. You and, know? Uh, yeah. It, I mean, the injury situation has been just exceptionally bad. No, but um, uh, we found out during the game that the Rockies picked up uh, right-handed pitcher Luis Sessa. Oh, I did not see that. a minor league deal. Uh, so this news came out um, during the game. Thomas Harding tweeted it out. So, you know, it's reliable. He's a body. Yes, yes, he's a the, body. The Cincinnati Reds said, nah, we're good. We're, we're basically just picking up other teams' Jose Urania's. But you know what? Sometimes you need some Jose Urania's. It worked for the Rockies last year. You know, they, they got lightning in a bottle, or as some say, a Urania in a bottle. And now maybe they can get a Sessa in a bottle. These are things that people say. These are sayings. Of course they are. Because you know <laughs> what they say about Texas. Sometimes you're going to claim Luis Sessa off waivers. Yeah. Sometimes. You know so, yeah, that, that was the... So, yeah, the Rockies have done I, a lot today. I did not On see that movie. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Mm -hmm. It's not a day of rest for GM Bill Schmidt. Clearly not. <laughs> it, is, it is not. Um, but you know what they, what they do say in the, I believe, 1988 Paul Rubens classic, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? They say the stars are bright. They're big and white. <laughs> Sweep in the heart of Texas. Mm. That wouldn't have, that didn't fit on our thumbnail. Oh, okay, okay. So that I've never seen that, so I'm not sure. I don't really get the reference. That's the only time I've ever heard that. I think it's the song is called like "Deep in the Heart of Texas." That is a song, yeah. Yes, but I only know it from the great Tim Burton film, okay. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay. Go back and watch it; it's, it's fantastic. Okay. We might have to have a viewing party here at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax and York. Um, I would say there's no time for a viewing party because we have been so busy. With NBA playoffs and especially the Nuggets. I was here on Saturday finals. and it was so lit. Yeah, finals, the, the big game on Saturday night. Game three. Yeah, the Nuggets are up 2-0, but you got to put away the Lakers in L.A. And they did. Going for the sweep on Monday. Watch party. How early do people need to get here? Because I know, you know, the game is one time. Mm -hmm. People are showing up about two, two and a half hours early. You might even need to get here three hours early if you want to watch the game in baby ball. I was going to say, uh, my fr I have friends who don't work for DNVR and they got here a little more than two hours early. For a 6.30 game, they got here around 4.15. Were they one of the last ones to get and in? There were still a couple of tables left, but it filled up really quickly after that. I think uh, hour 15, hour 30 before tip-off, the tables were set. They yeah. were locked and loaded. And you know what? Cool thing is, despite the fact how busy it, it was and uh, how hard it was to get a seat, diehards will still get that 15% off food and drink, mm -hmm. a free uh, a free shirt each and every year that you sign up and you are a, a diehard from the dnvr.com. You get all kinds of you know price breaks when it comes to the takeovers and tailgates. In fact, we got a, a takeover coming up June 10th against the San Diego Friars. 
Yes. Wow. Still get a free shirt. Mm-hmm. You still get Breck Brews on the bus. That's going to be a whole heck of a lot of fun. Welcome Fernando Tetis Jr. back in style. However you might welcome him. <laughs> we think of that as a positive thing, but not to everybody. No, you know what? If you need to do a little heckling, you're probably going to be able to get that in. I also think, you know what? We're at whatever section we're sitting in will be the safest section to watch the game. Because as we know, Padres fans can get a little handsy in the past. <laughs> but you ain't going to do that with the DNVR community. When the diehards are together, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Mm-mm. Safest section. Get your tickets <laughs> for the takeover. It's true. You know it. It's I thought true. you were going to say it's going to be safe because I will be sitting there and no one would dare to fight me. There's that well, There's double the that. reason. Exactly. While you're holding off 10, if another 10 Padres fans show up, we got the rest of the bus. It's all over. So we're good. We've got the numbers and we've got the Susies. Yes. We've got the numbers. Exactly. Uh, look, Jonah Heim did a nice job catching for the Rangers today. Is Jonah Heim opening for Taylor Swift? Do you know in any oh. cities? <laughs> is Heim opening up? Do we know? <laughs> not that not Heim. This... Oh, okay. Not that Heim. Um, I did love when um, uh, the Rangers were playing the Angels in mm-hmm. Anaheim. One of the fun facts they put up on the screen was Jonah Heim has a daughter, but missed the opportunity n- to name her Anna. Because then her name would have been Anna Heim. Oh, I do like that. Mm. And I don't think any of the, the three women in Heim have the first name Anna. No. No. They also spell not. it differently. They do. They do. They do. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to spell game time. But there's only one way that you are going to get to the app. You're going to get to the site. And the only one way you can get $20 off with code DNVR. That's how you do it. Go to game time tickets. Uh, you might even be able to get into game five if there is one. Let's hope not. Ooh. If you want to go to the NBA finals, look, you're still knock on something that's woodish. Uh, this is wood. You knock on the table. That is at least 75% wood. I would agree. This is wood. It is very wood. Coffee table is wood. This is not. Woodish. We're not having this argument again. What argument? I think we are, we're agreeing with each other. How about the DNVR block? Definitely would. Definitely. Definitely. Would. Definitely. And if you want seats on the hardwood, got to go to Game Time Tickets. You get Ooh. 20% off of code DNVR. And if you wait closer to the start of an event, up to about one hour, so hit it in that 90-minute window, boom, you're going to get seats for about 60% less than face value. And watch all the NBA Finals over on FUBU TV. I mean... They've got all kinds of streaming content, live games that you can just watch all day long. I mean, right now is the time of the year for, like, uh, college softball. We're getting close to uh, their tournament, College World Series. All of those, the sectionals, They now is the time to watch that. And Fubo TV has so many of them. Obviously, the Nuggets, is uh, that's where you've been able to watch them on mm-hmm. Fubo TV. Same with the Avalanche. So get in now. Use the link in our description here uh, on the podcast or on the live show on the DVR Sports Channel on YouTube, and you're going to get 15% off on that. Sean Dowdle, like Cloud. Yeah. Yes. Another movie quote. Oh, no, we suck again. Is that, is that a quote from a movie? Not that I know. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe, if that's a movie quote, tell us what movie is that from. It's, maybe it's like Sandlot 2. I, actually, I think I saw Sandlot 2 once. I showed it to a class. No, there's a Sandlot 2? There's a Sandlot 3. No, that movie yeah. didn't need any sequels. Why no. Why do we need sequels for everything? Why can't a movie just be a movie? They're straight. It was straight to DVD slash straight to streaming. They might not even be. It could have been one of those creative ones where it's like the Sandlot. 
the next generation where you're like, okay, it's really Sandlot 2, and there's really some really small connective tissues between the films. Hmm. Yeah. Water boy. Oh, okay. Got it. Well, you know what? Tomorrow when you're at the ballpark, make sure you tell Buddy, you can do it. And I think that'll <laughs> pump him up just a little bit. Jake Bird pumped up. I mean, two more scoreless innings mm -hmm. for him over the weekend. Ranked second among MLB relievers, first in the NL with 31 innings pitched. 31 strikeouts tied for fifth in the majors amongst relief pitchers. 0.71 ERA since April 11th. He had that rough outing against the Dodgers. He had another one. I think he gave up three runs. But since then, legitimately been one of the best relievers in baseball. I really think there are going to be some GMs out there picking up the phone to say, Bill, we are interested in this guy. You know, we're willing to give something. Maybe not a top 100 prospect, right? Because we're just talking about a, maybe a low-leverage reliever. Mm -hmm. But they see something in Jake Bird. It's pretty obvious what they're seeing because the numbers are right there. Yeah. But there's going to be someone going, you know what? We might have to face Bryce Harper. And, you know, we think we have the antidote. We need to <laughs> inject a little Jake Bird into our roster. And, you know, maybe, maybe the price will be right for the Rockies to make a move for somebody like, like that. Hey, listen, you know, he's got the numbers to back it up, but also he's got a little more name recognition than he had, uh, you know, a week or so ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, bullpen, four scoreless innings, thanks to Bird, Bard, Johnson, and and Brad Hand on Saturday. Abad gave up the, the runs. You know, Rockies were okay with runners in scoring position. Rangers were that much better. That's the best mm -hmm. offense in baseball for a reason. Jerkson Profar, he continues his on-base streak. He had three hits on Saturday. Looked really good. And then on Friday, Carl Kaufman getting his major league debut. Mm -hmm. You know, four innings pitched, gave up four earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts. But uh, dude had uh, had a squad with him. He had a whole dang crew. Squad. 30 <laughs> folks ended up showing up for his major league debut. Mark Stout on AT&T Sportsnet said it was probably the largest group of people he'd ever seen waiting for a player post-game. I think it helped that you had like 48 hours in advance Yeah, where you knew that, all right, he was going to go. They didn't make the announcement officially, but obviously Carl did know. He knew, yeah. Um, which is really neat. You mentioned on Friday's show the connection with KJ Hamler, mm -hmm. playing football with him. Uh, he did go to the same high school in Michigan in Bloomfield Hills. Brother Rice High School, same high school as DJ LeMayhew. Oh. Very neat. How about his cousin, Jana Kramer, appeared on One Tree Hill and Friday Night Lights. I mm -hmm. learned that those were two different shows. They are different shows. Are they, though? I've never seen either of them. What? I know. My wife did a, did a, a binge watch of Friday Night Lights. It was good. I've heard good things. Yeah, that's a good one. And I just kind of like, I think I just missed getting into One Tree Hill. Yeah. I was more of a Degrassi girly when it come, comes to teen dramas. Okay. You know, I need like the real cheesy drama. You need the Aubrey Grahams, I, you know, listen, rather than the Chad Michael Murrays. To be forever. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I don't know that One Tree Hill has any rewatchability on it, but but Friday Night Lights does. I mean, okay. it also has a lot of good young actors and uh, that were in it. Also, Carl Kaufman, maybe, maybe, mm -hmm. according to Ryan McMahon, he may be the best pickleball player on the Rockies right now. He apparently is very good at pickleball. Hmm. Very, yes. Fun. Well, if, if pitching doesn't work out for him, you know, pro you, pickleball is always there. You know, you could have used the quote. I think you were there that day that that Bud said to me uh, where I asked him about like, oh, you've got Tolia, Jerks and Profar, two switch hitters in the lineup. That's pretty neat. 
give, you know, kind of a standard answer. And it's like, nice, you could switch sides. So, you know, it, it does cause a little bit of uh, havoc or chaos for the opposing team because you can't just, you know, bring in a righty or a lefty to dominate. The guy's going to switch to the other side. And I go, you know, this is the first time you've, Bud, you, you've written a, a lineup with two switch hitters because the last time it happened was 2016. Did the head nod and he said, Fun fact. Uh, hope I can use that someday. <laughs> and everybody laughed at me. And it was very funny. Roasted. I, he, Roasted. Buddy got me. I was like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. So Buddy I was, got you. That I was, was actually really funny. I was okay with it. I, I did laugh. I played it for my dad. He, he, uh, he cracked up too. <laughs> Two hits on, uh, on Friday for Diaz and Kritchik, who is now sans beard. Get rid well, of the beard. Know, well, because he had that hitting streak going. And then he broke the streak before they went out to Texas. That's right. And I think he must have, we can ask him about this, but then all of a sudden he had a shaved face, fresh to start a new streak. So I, I feel like it's maybe streak related. All right, Susie, you're going to make a prediction here. We're okay. going to put a pin in this clip and we'll save it for 2024. Okay. In 2021, Randall Gritchick, to break out from a slump, started wearing glasses. Mm -hmm. 2023... I said 2021, I meant 2022. Okay, 2023, yeah. shaves the beard to break a slump. What's the third face modification Randall Gritchick makes in 2024 to break out of a supposed slump? Um, uh, he, grow, he, he, he goes for a stubble look. Okay. He could do that. I feel like glasses aren't chew? really necessarily just a facial change. Like Those <laughs> were a little functional, too, because his sure. LASIK was fading. Sure. Could be that, too. No, but that's... What do you mean it could be that? That's why he did it. <laughs> yes. It's not, it could be. That's like, why? Does he bleach his eyebrows? Or, or what if he just goes a little like vanilla ice slash no, in his eyebrows? Uh, no, he's too wholesome. Facial modifications. Is that he gets a nose job on an off day. <laughs> or he shows up with a nose ring. Oh, my god. Is gosh. he more of a ring guy or a stud? What do you think? Is Gritchick more of a no, stud would, or a ring in the he, nose? If he had to, if it was like life or death had to get a nose ring, I could picture a stud, <laughs> not a ring. Come on. Backed into that corner. Come on. Uh, the, let's talk about the camera angle at <laughs> Globe Life Field. It's awful. It's so high up. You can't tell what anything is happening. It is. I know. It's just such a huge ballpark. I will say I enjoy watching a game there. But yeah, the camera angles. And it seemed like the press box uh, was also super high up there. So... Yeah, it, you could not get a sense of, of anything mm -hmm. whatsoever. Uh, all right, Weird, Wild, and Wonderful Business. Bruce Bochy has a large head. Do you know this? No. Okay, the first time I ever was in Bruce Bochy's office with the Giants, mm -hmm. you, it, it just stood out. The man has got a noggin. Uh, he apparently has a 8 and one eighth cap, so it's, it's over 8, hmm. which for guys who wear fitteds, I am. Tried to clown me on that one. I know my size. People, people know their sizes. Eight, anything eight or above is gigantic. Okay. And I looked this up to back it up. I'm like, I don't want to slander the guy. No, there's plenty of stories out there about his big head. Just, just has a large cabeza. That's what it is. During his playing days, when he was traded once, he had to bring his like catcher's helmet with him to the next organization, and they would paint it and put a decal on it because his head was so big. That is chaotic. Bruce Bochy. And then... Yeah, that's that's just that's just wild. 
He does have a really big head. I, I mean, you know what? I couldn't tell on TV how big his head was. You, actually, you could. There was one moment, I think it was Saturday, when they were doing God Bless America, mm -hmm. and he was in the background, and there was someone standing three feet in front of him on the other side of the railing, and it, and Bochy's head was bigger than the guy that was closer to the screen by a lot. Oh, my god! It was noticeable. Probably should have taken a screen cap. You we'll should have taken a screenshot, because, yeah, I, that's hilarious. With the three-game sweep today, Bruce Bochy is now 107 and 106 against Bud Black. He had a losing record. He was two games under. He is now one game over. Those two have matched up against each other 213 times, most among active managers, most for Bochi, and I assume most for Bud Black, managers that he's matched up against. Bochi and Black, that's kind of neat. That's that kind of neat. So, I thought that was interesting, too, yeah. I did know that they were they were tied earlier today. Yeah. Not anymore. No, Boach is, uh, he's got the edge. And we'll see if maybe, you know, because Rangers, Rockies don't play that much. It'll be pretty much three games every year. Maybe next year it'll be four because it'll be maybe two in Texas, two in Colorado. Could be one of those kind of years, right? Yeah. Um, but right behind Bud Black is Clint Hurdle. That number's not going to move with 194 games. Mm -hmm. And Dusty Baker. So that could be the one. If both of those two guys stick around for three more years, it could be Baker with the most head-to-head -head games against Bochi. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Pretty neat. And Buddy apparently nine years, uh, well, how many years ago now? 37 years ago today, Bud Black 38 threw 38 years ago? 38. Yeah. I'm not good with years. No, it's okay. Today. I'm having one of those days. Thank you. Appreciate it's that. It's fine. It's fine. Appreciate that. But Black threw a, a nine-inning shutout against the Rangers in Texas. That's cool. Two ballparks ago, by the two way. Two ballparks ago. Yeah, they're going through ballparks a little too fast in Texas. But that is Far so cool. That is what a great neat. full circle moment. Yeah, very much so. Good thing the Rockies didn't get shut out today. No, they didn't. They avoided that, which is something. Mm -hmm. I mean, 10 runs on the road in a three-game series. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many three-game series they've had. But this one, uh, it might just be around... It might be outside of the 10th percentile, like hmm. 10 runs, not great, but for the Rockies on the road, you know, after being at home, mm -hmm. you'd almost expect maybe a little bit less uh, if you know that they were going to get swept. So 10 runs, not ideal, but they'll be back on Monday against the Marlins and it'll be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Make sure that if you do come down to the bar to watch the Nuggets game and maybe there'll be one television for the Rockies on, maybe <laughs> somewhere. I'm sure somewhere in Denver. How many televisions are going to have oh. the Rockies game on, on I, Monday? I wonder. Um, I mean, do you think they're going to have the Nuggets game on at McGregor Square? Yeah, there's that yeah, big I think TV so. there. They should. Yeah. Do you think they'll have it on on the big scoreboard at, at Coors Field? They'll just play it during the Rockies game. They <laughs> yeah. should honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's like who's hitting? You're like, there's a small box devoted on the jumbotron to who's batting, but the most you know of what? it. If you know, wait, if you want to know who's batting. Get your binoculars out and just look for yourself. I think it's the 10 screens going to be for the Nuggets game. I think it's $10 to get into Ball Arena to watch the game. If you put the Nuggets game on at Coors Field, that's a larger screen. Mm -hmm. And if you sat out in the left field bleachers, you'd be like looking straight up. I mean, that's the biggest, it's the biggest TV in Denver. It really is. Cheaper. Also cheaper. 
most more than likely, especially if you're using game time tickets, right? This did is not a second hand. Did we look at ticket prices for this uh, Marlin series? Ooh, uh, no, Tuesday night's the game to go to, folks. We'll tell you why in just a moment. Ooh, but okay. uh, make sure if whether you're here at the DNVR bar drinking your Breck Brew Avalanche Ale or you're at home using the Breck Brew locator at breckbrew.com naturally, make sure you are drinking responsibly and drinking the Avalanche Ale. It's made with 100% Colorado ingredients. It's made right here in Colorado, of course, and it's made with 100% renewable energy. It's the Breck Brew Avalanche Ale. I love the Avalanche Ale. Avalanche Ale! Were you waiting for me to sing? No. I thought you might have had the uh, the prices on that, but I got prices for Shady Rays because it's actually... I got, I got actually, prices now. I was going to wait till you were done the ad read. It's actually buy one, get one when it comes to free on Shady Rays. You could also mm -hmm. even go to the Park Meadows Mall, and uh, if you buy two or more pairs of polarized shades... You get them for 50% off. So it's fantastic if you don't need four glasses or whatever it is. Or, in fact, you just need one pair of glasses. You get your 50% off right there uh, at the Park Meadows Mall. Shady Rays is fantastic because they've got a lost or broken replacement policy. So if you happen to lose or break your glasses, you can get them refunded. You, or not refunded, but you can get a new pair you to you. Pair. If you buy them and you don't like them within 30 days, that you can actually get yourself refunded. Uh, but you're going to love what you get because Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that's been rated five stars by over 200,000 people. That's or, a lot of people. That's a big sample size right there. Or roughly what the Rockies may be able to get in the next seven days at home. You want to know what the tight. prices are for tomorrow? Tomorrow. So this is a Rockies game Kay. at home playing the Marlins, competing with um, a Nuggets-Lakers game. Could be a potential game four win for Could the be. Nuggets. Um, uh, there are a lot of tickets starting at $3. <laughs> Got $3, $4, $5, like lots of single digit tickets. So if you want to ball out and buy two $10 tickets, you get them for free when you use code DNVR on game time tickets. Like, why not Oof. do that? Yeah, this is, um, this bums me that. out. <laughs> the big game is Tuesday. Gomber's pitching mm -hmm. against Yuri Perez. We'll be talking so more about that. So excited to yeah. see this young new talent. I'm going to talk to Jordan McPherson from the Miami Herald on Tuesday to preview the start. Yes. Yuri Perez just turned 20. He will be the youngest starter ever in Coors Field history. Breaks a record set by Clayton Kershaw. And on Tuesday, you'll hear the name of the other guys in the top five. Okay. Also luminaries, but record-breaking stuff on Tuesday night. But I was going to say we could potentially have, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming Tovar will be in the lineup. 21-year-old versus a 20-year-old. Oh, I'm glad you said that mm -hmm. because to this point in his career, Ezekiel Tovar had not faced a pitcher that was younger than him. They'd all been older. Well, I was going to say, it, now, it's like almost impossible, <laughs> you know, and now it's possible. That's pretty cool. Great point. I hope we can ask him about that. That's a great point. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Um, I, how much do you love this picture of Jose Leclerc and Jonah Heim? Because I wonder how many people turned the game on, Rockies game, Saw this, or just turned the change mm -hmm. the channel. Saw these two guys and thought, "What, what the, what the hell team is this?" Okay, right. I gotta say, I, so I like I like the jersey itself for the um, uh, Texas City Connect, and we'll break down the City Connect Uni. But I don't like the, this pant combo either. I don't like the I don't like the pants with this. I think this is worse than the green pants. So the thing about this image, which further throws it for a loop, right? Yeah. Like you said, the. The, the pants and whatnot. You get the green cap for Armed Forces Day. Right, yeah. So the cap, I mean, it goes. I think it actually plays with this uniform. But you're looking at this going, I don't 
Uh, is there a new professional baseball league? These college ball players are a lot bigger than I remember. <laughs> Who? And this is why I think, Susie, we may never, we could be five years off, which okay. is not never, but we could almost never see two teams against each other wearing City Connect for this exact reason. You see the Rangers jersey and you go, who? You oh. see a white and green Rockies jersey and go, what? And you change the channel because you don't know what the hell you're watching. We may never see City Connect versus City Connect. Oh, right? you know what? That is a really good point. Also, why is this weekend? Why was this weekend Armed Forces weekend? It's like the third weekend. Okay. They don't line it up with Memorial Day? No. The holiday that honors the Armed Forces and the ones <laughs> we've lost? No, no I, okay. financially, maybe people buy less hats next weekend than this one. I can't tell you what MLB's thinking. You know, actually, you know what? That's a great point because I think <laughs> a lot of people maybe might go on vacations <laughs> and, and miss their chance to buy another cap and miss their chances <laughs> to buy another hat. All right, let's let's look at the City Connect. Here's Marcus Simeon, who looks great in any uniform. We've got. We well, can't a, even see any part of the uniform. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the details of it, but the white, the off-white jersey, it is off-white, I believe, it's, right? It, it, it looks like an off-white cream kind of situation. I think these jerseys are nice. Now, the first time that this, uh, I saw these like two, three weeks ago, mm -hmm. first reaction was no. But then over the course of the next two minutes, I go, yeah, you know what? Like, you know, it just things move fast for you, Patrick. It I does. Love that. I have two initial reactions. And I was like, you know what? I do like this. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that they're going with a darker pant. It's going to be hot as hell wearing it during the summer. I, uh, well, you know what? They're inside. Sure. For the most part. Um, uh, Crank the I, AC do unit not, I think something about those pants, like it's just it's too much of a contrast. Yeah. For me. I, the pants do not work for me. All right, so and the, so they got the TX, which is very hard to read, but I think you can make it out that it's a TX, yeah. which is helpful for people to know that it's Texas and the Texas Rangers. Mm -hmm. And so here are some of the details that you're uh, you're talking about. There we can see the TX hat, uh, gothic lettering. I was inspired by the Dallas Eagles, and then they created a mythical car a creature. I thought it was a griffin. Now it's a peagle. It's a peagle, which is a combination of. The Panthers, the Fort Worth, Fort Worth Panthers, and the uh, the Dallas Eagles. So, like, mm -hmm. early professional baseball in the area. And it also, like, it combines those two cities because Fort Worth and Dallas, they've kind of had some beef, and Arlington's kind of bridging that it's gap. It's right in the middle, yeah. So it's right in the middle. My high school mascot was a griffin. Interesting. That's that's a hard one to beat when it comes to cool mm -hmm. high school mascots. So that's what that looks like. The Peagle. They made it up. I am mad at it. I like it. You know what? Why not? I've seen I've seen worse things happen with City Connectors. <laughs> this is not even in the top ten. <laughs> sure. Uh, some more details. The uh, so on the bottom, the rope braid. It's mm -hmm. like it looks like rope. Like a I like, like a lasso. That. Like anything like in all like things Texas. Yeah. I love that. And the the numbering, the typography I of love the numbering. This, I love this font. Ten out of yeah five. It's just amazing. It's, it's off the chart. It's very nice looking. It's so friggin' good. I I love the numbering that they used for I just that. Hate the so, pants. Yeah, but overall, would you give it if you had to choose a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Are you going up? I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. You're up in it. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. Here's a, here's a, here's gonna get four thumbs up from us. I mean, I think maybe even super producer Tiff will give this. This could be a six thumbs up. Okay. Okay. Scott Oberg, graduate of Georgetown University. And also, Brendan Rogers' girlfriend, Chrissy, yes. graduated the same weekend, and I saw 
them both posting their graduation stuff yeah. on social media. And I was like, are they going to find each other and get a pic together? And I'm glad they did. Uh, this is absolutely delightful. They are family. Yeah. Twitter and, and uh, on the Instagram account for Scott Oberg. That was really awesome to see mm-hmm. him go back to do the damn thing. What is his degree awesome. in? Oh, I don't know. I, I, her, I think her, I think Chrissy's is sports marketing. Okay. But I I, it, it might be a business management thing. It's definitely sports related. It's not yeah. molecular biology. It's, it, it's not like fashion design or like something random for Scott Oberg. He might have gotten his, uh, a master's in sabermetrics. I'm not sure while you look that up. Yeah. It could have been, uh, a, it could have been an associates in Rapsodo, maybe. Um, oh, he's uh, sports management. Sports management. He's sports uh, management, yeah, he and I believe um, uh, Chrissy has a master's in That's sports cool. marketing. So That's we've just got cool. so many smarty pants around us in the Rockies organization. Yeah. Pretty cool. I wonder if they catered their functions with Illegal Pete's. I don't know. Is um, this an ad read? No. Oh, okay. But you know what? Um, they, maybe they roasted a turkey, like in Turkey, Texas. And I think that's fitting because it's Sunday. We're going to have a Sunday roast. Okay. Yeah, this is a new what one. What is this? It's a new one. I'm going to show you all the tweets that roasted the Rockies this weekend. <laughs> because apparently Rangers Twitter. They have. They are stocked Whoa. with memes. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Like, they have, like, they are an organized bunch. I was pretty surprised, but some of them I was like, damn, that's good. Meme County, Texas. Meme County, Texas. Meme all right, let's check out the first one, Tiff. What do we have going on here? Um, uh, you've re-witnessed the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, what a... <laughs> this is so aggressive. This might be the most aggressive one. Damn, they're supporting their guy, Adolis Garcia. I think he's got the most... He's got 14 homers right now, so yeah. he's dominating, but... They're calling him yeah. the Cuban Missile Crisis. Too <laughs> I, soon. Too soon. Could be. That's it. Or, or that's what you call it anytime you face him. But Aroldis Chapman already has the nickname of the Cuban Missile. But this missile. is the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, that's true. Yes. That's it. It's different. It's CMC. different. Let's see the next TM. one. Um, uh, This one's... Hold on a second. I cannot see the screen to see what is on here right now. Oh. El Bombi? Oh, El Bombi. Prayed for your downfall, and it worked. There it is. Who's El Bombi? Also, Garcia. Uh, uh, He's got so many nicknames. I'm telling you, El Bombi. I like that. Yeah. I guess that means the bomber. I'm assuming. I, but you Rather know than what? the deer. I, I mean, I don't... I don't think it's a deer. Is it Disney infringement? No. Maybe, oh, my gosh. Is gosh. Disney moving to Texas and Rangers Twitter knows all about it? What? Disney's got to move somewhere. Could be Tejas. Could it. be. Uh, let's see the next one. Corey Seager just massacred your team. He is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Okay. These these nicknames. They're, they're very long. Well, these they're are very long. <laughs> I don't it's just all right. I mean, they're supportive of Corey Seager. Yeah. I guess so. Although I don't I'm really I'm sorry. This doesn't even say Corey Seager. It says Gory Seager. Oh, oh it I does. Just, I just realized. All right. You know what? This I'll give this one a thumbs up. Tiff likes it. Oh Although I gosh. don't care for the person getting abducted by Leatherface in the bottom right corner. Of this, uh, we, we got to figure that out. But all right, Gory Seeger. Gory Seeger. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right. Yeah. That's uh, not bad. I like this one. You just lost to Duran Duran. Okay. Like the band. Like the band. Like the band. Simon Lebon. Uh, also, this was MLB history. 
because not just not just I enjoy names. This was the first time in baseball history uh, two opposing shortstops had the first name Ezekiel. <laughs> I didn't come up with this. I swear no, to God. I, <laughs> no. I heard it on KOA. They said it. And I go. That's awesome. And I go. They, they beat me at my own game, I feel like, in a way. You know what? You have been rubbing off on them. And now KOA is like, we got to keep up with Patrick. That's it. Tovar is actually a little bit upset that Duran has a baseball card and he doesn't because at spring training when we were looking through cards, he kept he opened up an entire box by himself looking for his card. I'm like, I, I don't know. You have one. He goes and he points to Duran. He's like, he's got one. I'm like, I, but he like debuted in the summer. Mm-hmm. You debuted. I mean, I wasn't really able to articulate all those things, yeah. but you went through a whole box because Ezekiel Duran. He played pretty well this weekend. He did play pretty well this weekend. Durand, we got Durand. Durand. Um, the Rangers <laughs> bullpen. Um, this is this is also like a roast on the Rangers because their bullpen isn't great. Okay. The Rangers bullpen couldn't save you this time. Ooh. Oh, it's a burn for everyone. Yeah, and there's someone giving a thumbs down in there as well. Yeah. Ooh, you can also make I it out. I love these like just hyper pixelated. Yeah, it's very grainy. It's so it, aggressive. The guy all the way on the left, apparently I guess they have a sweatshirt just with the peagle on it. That's, That's kind of nice. cool. I'm not going to lie. I'm like that into peagle. the I'm into the peagle. Yeah? I lived in Arlington when I was a kid for a bit. So like I'm allowed to claim it. You you did? Yeah. All right. We've talked about this before. We have. What uh I feel like a peagle is is a mix of a obviously it would be a beagle and a Go Be- ahead and name the pea dog. A poodle and a beagle? Yes, it's a yeah. peagle. Okay. So, but not with wings though, I would imagine. Not with wings. <laughs> All right, what do we have next over here? Oh, Ezekiel Duran just captured your Series L. Yeah, they also, just, who gave him a camera? This is hilarious. Yeah, I guess when he was in Minnesota, he was just kind of living his best life. I love when the photographers um, let the players just like, yeah, take a picture. Yeah, take my thousands of dollars of equipment and just have some fun. It was, what's interesting is the hat that he's wearing uh, in this photograph mm-hmm. is not one that we saw this weekend. The Rangers were, how many different uniforms do the Rock, the Rangers have? And the Rockies can't keep the black vests? And yeah, we only have four. Because yeah, someone on Twitter was griping about this. They were like, where are the black vests? I'm like, oh, they were taken out of the rotation for the City Connect. But all these other teams have five uniforms. I'm like, I don't... I don't do the laundry. What do I, I can't answer these questions. Yeah, you don't work for the front office. You don't do the laundry. I do. I'm not in analytics. No. Um, uh, this is another good Corey Seager one. Um, you just lost to Corgi Seager. I'm sorry. Like, He's you got can, that dog in him. Look, you can either be Corgi Seager or Gory Seager. You can't have both. Uh, you know what? You can't have both. Corey Seager, he can do both. Corgi. Corgi. Nah, Gory Seager's that, way better. Got that dog in him. Yeah. Um. Uh, and we got the, here. We got two more. This is a John Gray one. Uh, calling okay. us a prop, poverty franchise, but yeah, first place Rangers number four starter John turned your poverty franchise sky gray. That was directly. That's a, that is a long, long name. And that's directly at the Rockies. I feel like. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. And then this last one's my favorite. Because I wish we had this when he was here. Uh, Gray Wolf just shooed your team to pieces. Ow. Ow. Uh, ow. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch indeed. But like, damn, they got some game. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I'm, it's not I, bad. I, I, I enjoyed it. wasn't it. the same guy either. That's, that's the thing. If it was just one person doing all that no, legwork. No, it was work. like 30 different people. Yeah. 
at least. Yeah, that's not bad. I, so yeah, we. That's I think that. I think the Rockies need uh, a, a fictional animal for their city connects. If the Rangers are gonna have the Peagle, the Rockies need to have something that like combines like maybe like city connect should have had dinosaurs on it. Yeah, maybe like a mount, something with like a mountain lion. Hmm. I like oh, I like pikas. Pikas are nice. What are pikas? I don't know. No, there there's some kind of like mountain rodent. Oh, cute. Kind of cute. Okay. Kind of cute. It's like well, it's not like a muskrat, but there's mm-hmm. there's all kinds of different things you could go with. Hmm. But peagle. All right. I like a peagle. It's cute. Well, oh, there you go. Oh, thank you, Tiffany, for pulling up Look with this Look at the pikas. Thing looks like. Look at these guys. Oh. Yeah. Cute. Marmot. We've got marmots here in Colorado, too. They're kind of, I'm sure they're probably in the same family okay. as the pikas. So okay. you could do something with that. I don't know. You know what? Just, These, like, they're tiny little animals. I think we're just jealous of, of the Rangers right now. They got the best of the Rockies. Three-game sweep. Mm-hmm. They got some good memes going. But we got good outlines going. <laughs> and, and great emails as well. Uh, yeah, thank you for sharing. <laughs> we, we've got the email game on lock. We're not, we're not on anymore. <laughs> there we are. We're back. We're back. We got booted. We got booted. But, but Monday will be uh, a game. No show. Tuesday back at, at 1 o'clock. Talking with Jordan McPherson uh, from the Miami Herald about Yuri Perez and, and the Miami Marlins who are like kind of good right now. Kind of good. That whole They're NL. Kind of good. Most of that NL East is good. Yeah. Most of. Most of. Most of. Most. Uh, also, Casey Kotofsky of... The Northern Colorado Owls, because Tuesday night is their opener at Future Legends Field. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's neat. finally here. It's finally here. It's yeah. Did a drive by yesterday to take a look at uh, the facility and everything and definitely coming along. And they got the indoor bubble and everything out there. How um, how cool. far is that from Denver? It's probably about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's maybe a good 10, 15 minutes off of I-25 uh, once you get like just south of, of Fort Collins. Okay. But, you know, Frank Gonzalez is uh, is the manager there, former pitching coach of the Isotopes last year. So they've got a lot of different Rockies connections. Uh, we'll talk we'll talk to uh, Casey there on on Tuesday with the pregame show, Wednesday pregame show, Thursday postgame, and then it's uh, just like that. Susie Shaw on Friday. Susie Shaw on Friday. You're not getting anxious yet, right? Not yet. No. I don't. I don't worry about the show until like Friday morning. And, it, no. and it's not true. You <laughs> not do plenty true, of not true. great interviews before and give yourself more credit. Yes. No. No. But uh, it's going to be a fun week. We'll pick it up. Rockies seven games in a row at home against the Marlins, against the Mets. Pete Alonso back in the same place. Uh, he won the home run derby. I'm going to try to talk right. with him about that. Yeah. I'm going to try to bend his ear and see uh, some of his favorite memories and moments from that. Mm-hmm. The last time he won a derby because he lost last year. Yeah, I know he was he was so in the zone, but still lost. I was just like, if you just like went out and had fun, it probably would have been a different story. He w- that's was he, he was a- so intense about it. He wasn't benching, but he was he was like lifting some weights during it. He also ran up against the buzzsaw and Julio Rodriguez. Oh my god, that's who he lost against. Yeah. So uh, great, another great week of shows. Uh, and even when we don't have shows. 
We're still engaging with you, of course, in our diehards only Discord, which is always popping it off. It really is popping off. I feel like we should like give somebody a show from the diehards, like do a diehard check in once a week for a segment. Oh like, okay, my god! Who Actually, said what? I kind of like that idea. You know, because yeah. like th 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 these these folks are really uh, really impressing me, and, and mm -hmm. with their their diehardom, it's great. Uh, but hit us up on Twitter at dnvr underscore rockies at Patrick D Lyons is where I can be found. Uh, you can find me at the Susie Hunter, not just on Twitter, but woof, all platforms. Be real, truth yeah. social, not all truth of them. social. Actually. What? You I, said all. You know what? I kind of thought I was like, should I like claim my name on there so no one else claims it and like <laughs> pretends to be me? But also like I don't want to be involved. <laughs> Did you at least claim MLB astrology? I, I on true social? social? No. <laughs> Did you claim MLB paternity list on true social? <laughs> Wait, I didn't what are you doing? Step it up. Let's go. <laughs> start squatting. I need to start squatting more accounts. But yeah, the most important account, TNVR underscore Rockies. Come and on. That's it. Make Come sure you email Dinger, dinger at Rockies.com. Oh, yeah. They mentioned his email address on the <laughs> broadcast know. today. I know. Oh, boy. It's like, oh, cute. Mm. And then we mentioned it. Yeah. You know, speaking of mentioning, you know what they say about mentioning? <laughs> what did they say, Patrick? It doesn't mean the same thing as momentum, but it sounds like it. But that's okay because we'll keep this momentum going forward on our next show <laughs> on Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023, right here mm. on the DMVR Sports Channel Live on YouTube.